You looking for alternatives to discount promotions for launching a product? Well, Mike from PPC Entourage is going to talk to us today about how you can launch exclusively just by utilizing PPC. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Serious Sellers Podcast. Now, this is the podcast where we go over serious strategies for Amazon sellers, and it's completely unrehearsed. Mike here has no idea what I'm going to ask him today. I have no idea what he's going to say, but without further ado, Mike, how's it going? I have no idea what my name is. No, I'm just kidding, Brad. How are you, man? I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. You are a savant. Let's just say that. When it comes to uh, PPC, and that's something that's always on the mind, of people and nowadays, especially with regards to PPC, it seems like there's more and more of a trend for Amazon to go over PPC. So nowadays, I've noticed a lot in as far as the PPC, like Amazon, the last six months has really been expanding the possibilities of PPC about you know dynamic bidding here or there. So are you seeing a similar trend where it just really seems like Amazon's trying to make PPC a focus of 2019? Absolutely. They've made it so it's towards the end of 2018 and continue in 2019. It's continued to be the trend. And there's so many different updates and features. It's become a little bit more confusing for Amazon sellers. So uh, that's what I'm here to try to break down some of that confusion and shed some light on it. Cool. The one thing I especially want to talk about today, because it's something that's been controversial for forever, and it's about like launching products. You know, there's obviously so many different ways to launch a product. You know, there's, you know, Kevin King, we had on an earlier episode and and he talked about how he launched a calendar with no PPC, no discount giveaway, no anything, just really optimized listing and in a perfect niche. And boom, he was doing like six figures on this product, you know, over the end of, of uh, last year, other people use the discount, you know, giveaway method. There's people who use rebate method, but you, unless I'm mistaken, have a lot of experience about launching a product and being able to scale and get some sales, but just by leveraging PPC. Is that correct? Yeah. So we are leveraging PPC. Now we we do it with PPC, but you can also do it in conjunction with some of the other methods that you just mentioned. And sometimes when you combine two or three of them, it works like gangbusters, but you could also do some of the strategies that I'm going to list out on this uh, podcast today. Okay, cool. So uh, let's just see I mean, this might be what the whole episode is going to be about. We'll see how much time we have, but I really want to make sure we, we, we cover this in depth. Can you talk first of all about, let's say that somebody was not going to do one of those other methods that I used. I mean, of course, optimized listing is a must and regardless, but as far as not, no giveaways, no rebates, nothing fancy like that, but can you break it down how somebody can launch just by leveraging PPC? Absolutely. So you said it first, you know, optimizing your listing is like the number one most important thing and critical to spend the time doing that, you know, using a tool like Scribbles to make sure that you have all the the pertinent keywords. Now, the reason why it's so important, especially with PPC, is because we're going to target two or three keywords to really go after. And given the fact that you don't have a lot of reviews, especially when you're first launching a product, you want to go after keywords and, and search terms that are less competitive, at least initially. And keywords and search terms that you have a little bit more uh, of a a better chance to get ranked for earlier on. So to to make sure you do that, you want to have these keywords and search terms in the more prominent locations in your listing, including your title, bullet points, uh, subject matter and back end. And of course, your description. Okay, And have you noticed a difference when you have it in phrase form as opposed to like you have a three word phrase and, and the first word is in the title, the second words in the bullet point, the third words in the description? 
Yeah, absolutely. We recommend definitely doing it in phrase form. And we actually have it in phrase form in the back end as well. And also in the subject matter when we're doing this launch. So we keep it in phrase form as much as possible throughout the listing, if we can. All right. Now, one quick question. Rewind it a little bit, a couple of minutes. Uh, something you mentioned about how, you know, when we have a new product, we don't have many reviews. So in PPC, though, I think that's one of the advantages of PPC is you know, we can get tons of impressions and maybe we don't get the clicks, but we're not paying for it. So there is a, a portion of the population, I imagine, where they don't really care if one has a thousand reviews or it has three reviews. And so in that case, that's where PPC would come in handy because then it just allows you to really, you know, make sure that you're only paying for those people who are able or who are one of those who's willing to click on a listing with only three reviews. Is that correct logic or no? Yeah. So there's people that really don't care. Maybe that maybe the price is a little bit lower than your competitors and they're willing to give you a shot. Um, you know, the other thing that we've been doing really with a lot of success is putting in a coupon code earlier on. So like, let's say you have, um, you know, no reviews, but your top competitor has hundreds of reviews. We actually started with one, uh, like a coupon, a promotion, excess coupon code, not a promotion code of 50% off. And then we started making it like, as we got more reviews, we went to 25% off and then 20% off. And then eventually we got rid of that coupon code altogether to sort of get over that initial barrier of not having any reviews. Now, you don't have to do that. You can test it with or without it. But we found that conversions got were much, much better with the promotional code earlier on to overcome the fact that you don't have those re reviews earlier on. OK, and so then it's like you said, you 50 percent off when you say coupon, that's that little green bar that, that comes up in the search and on the page. Right. Yeah. So a coupon is uh, the little, it's like, like a little, uh, it's, I think it's orange actually. When you okay. go to the Amazon listing, you'll see like an orange coupon where it says like 25% off or 50% off. We actually started um, for the first week with a 50% off coupon code and it worked really well. I mean, we had ACOS of like 30% or less on all of the products that we launched using this method. And it really just helped to overcome that initial barrier. So people would click on it, use the coupon code, and then you get those nice natural organic sales. Um, and it just helped to get the ball rolling right up from the, from the start. Now, I, I don't know that, or I might have known the answer to this, but I can't think of it right now, but isn't there a certain threshold where depending on what the discount is, I know on, on, on a, on a promotional discount code, you know, which is different than the coupon. It's like, I, I want to say it was 30% or something like that, where you're not able to get verified reviews. If you're giving, if you're giving a discount code, that's in addition to that, but what on a 50% coupon, you know, which is a little bit something different that I don't have experience with. Can you still get a verified review on, on one of those sales? Or no? Yeah. So we did that for all of our products and we got verified reviews and uh, we didn't do the earlier reviewer program. We didn't do any of that. And we got, we got sales, natural sales through PPC and we got reviews from that as well. So from our experience, absolutely. Yes, you can. Okay. That's great to know. So here we go. So the first step is, Hey, we're, we're probably going to use a Cerebro, you know, to, to maybe check what keyword phrases that we think doesn't have too much competition, but that does definitely seem relevant to other products that are very similar to the one that we're planning. Now we make sure that we've got that, you know, in the title or bullet points and duplicate it in the subject matter. And then we're going to have a 50% off possibly coupon if we're just starting out just to be able to get some traction. And then I believe at this point, basically it's like we start what exact manual campaign on these two or three words or what's the, what's the next step? Yeah. So before we actually start any campaigns, there's a couple of things that we do before that. Um, we want to make sure that we're tracking all the keywords from the very beginning. 
A lot of people, they forget to track keywords like from the very start of uh, launching their campaigns and they don't really know how much progress they're actually making. So once you do your research inside of Helium 10, you could also use the keyword tracker and track those keywords right from the beginning. Um, really, really super important thing to do there. Uh, and also just keep in mind that these campaigns may be a little bit higher ACUS from the very beginning. And as you get campaign history and as you start to get sales and get reviews, you, and as you start to optimize, that ACOS could be a little bit better. Yes, and uh, Bradley, we're going to start uh, going over some of the campaigns. I actually have three different steps you can take, and it includes, I believe, four different campaigns if you'd like to go over them one by one. Okay, cool. But actually, just something, this is how my mind works, but <laughs> I jump all over the place, but I just thought of something right now. 50% off coupon code on the page. Like, how do you limit abuse? Of that, like on coupon codes, there's no way to make it, or is there a way to make it only one coupon per customer? Or how do you make sure that somebody just doesn't try and, you know, clean you out and then just resell it on your listing later on? When you set up a coupon code, I believe you're allowed to say only one per customer, or you can do it ah, okay, unlimited, cool. or you can do it to prime members. Um, so there's a way that you can set it up. And, you know, as I said before, you can do it 50% or you could do it 25%. You could test this out. You could do like $2 off, $3 off, and you could really test it out. But the, the point is like some kind of promotional discount just to overcome that initial um, having no reviews seems to work really, really well initially. Okay. And then, so now we got the, our three, four, whatever keywords that we're going to really focus on. We've got it up in keyword tracker. We're ready to go. So under your scenario one, what's, what's the next step? All right, guys, the first step is we want to set up a campaign that's going to build a base of reviews and get general keyword rank with a manual and an automatic campaign. So the first manual campaign is going to be more like a broader campaign. We're going to take those three keywords that we found from Cerebro and Magnet we're actually going to find the best eight to 10 keywords and we're going to work with those to start. These are going to be the most relevant keywords, the one that are just highly relevant to your product, but also the keywords that we're going to target for that launch, right? The ones that you have an opportunity to get rank on. So let's say it has a, a like a CPR of like eight to 10, meaning you only have to give away 10 to, to start to get the rank. We're going to mix those in with the highly relevant keywords, the ones that have a, a lot of um, visibility and a lot of traffic on Amazon. And we're going to make a campaign with just those eight to 10 keywords. That's going to be a broad match and a phrase match, two separate ad groups. Now, once again, the goal of this is to start to get visibility. We want a visibility. We want to sort of uh, connect our keywords uh, with the broad match and the phrase match to other search terms and start to gain some traction, gain some reviews and get the ball rolling with this first um, couple ad groups inside of the first campaign. And then the, how do you pick these eight or 10 keywords? Are, are these eight or 10 keywords that are like long tail versions of those three main ones? Or, or how, did, how did you choose? How did, how did you go from the three to the, to the eight? Really good point. So actually this morning I went through uh, Helium 10 and I was actually doing this and I found keywords that were super highly relevant that had a lot of search volume. So the best of the best keywords. And then I use those as my foundation. And then I search based on those keywords. Um, so like, let's say, you know, we sell cat litter mats. So the best, the best keyword would be cat litter mat. And then a keyword, like we wouldn't go after that right from the very beginning because we probably wouldn't stick the landing on a launch. We would go after a longer tail version of a, a keyword. So maybe like um, a cat litter mat with woven fibers or cat little litter mat catcher or something of that nature. That's the keyword we would target in the actual launch. But we want eight to 10 keywords 
to put into our first and second ad group as a broad and phrase match type. And we're going to choose the keywords we're targeting in the launch. But we're also going to choose our super highly relevant keywords because the broad match and the phrase match is going to connect us with all sorts of different search terms, right? Because it's a, it's, that's the actual match type and that will connect to the search terms that customers are actually searching for. Okay. Makes sense. All right. So now that's the first two ad groups and guys, keep in mind, we're also going to go after with a high bid price just to overcome some of the obstacles with not having any campaign history. Amazon loves campaign history. So you have to overcome that um, by kind of bidding a little bit higher, at least initially. And uh, okay. So the third ad group is going to be product targeting. So product targeting is fairly new, came out late in 2018. And it, it has a lot of, we have a lot of opportunity really to um, you know, start to gain some exposure on your competitors listings and get some sales in your competitors listings. Now, because you have no reviews early on, we're going to start going after products that you have a competitive advantage on. Right. You don't want to just throw um, your, your listing up to somebody who has a thousand reviews. We're going to use tools to help find the best products to target. And there's like five or six different things you can look for. And we found this inside of the uh, I think it's the black box tool. Five or six different things that you can look for in order to like hone in on some of the, the, the products where you have a competitive advantage. So, uh, Brad, if you don't mind, I'm going to go over some of those um, things we can they can go for look for. Sure. Sounds good. All right, cool. Uh, so first off, the price. So you can search for higher priced items, which gives you some sort of an advantage there. You can go for review counts, like 15 or less. Even though you have no reviews, you can look for products that have 15 or less reviews. Um, review star rating of three or less. Another thing you can look for is if it's fulfilled by uh, Merchant and not Prime. Uh, the other thing, if it has like number of images of two or less, it, that means it's probably a pretty crappy listing. You can target those. And also off variations. If a product has like three or more color variations or size variations, you can actually go after a main competitor, but go after their off variations and target those ASINs because the sponsored ads that show up on that listing change as a user goes from one uh, variation to the other variation. So those are like five things you can target to, to kind of, you know, niche it down a little bit. All right. Now, what kind of budget are we talking about? This is like, it looks like it's almost like a, a three, three prong campaign. We, we got exact match. Did you, did you say there was an auto campaign going on in there as well? Yeah. So actually this first campaign has a broad match, a phrase match, and now we have a product targeting campaign. Okay. A broad phrase and product targeting. So for that, like what, what kind of budget would you suggest setting when you're starting? If you can handle $30 a day, I would suggest not going much lower than that, but between 30 and $50 a day would be good. For this campaign. Okay. Sounds good. So as this is going, what's happening? Like what's happening with the keywords or what, sh what should be, what should be happening? What's, what's your goal? What, what do you want to see? Okay. So the goal here guys is to start to get visibility on Amazon's platform for a long, for a bunch of keywords and search terms. So we're doing broad phrase and product targeting to do that. And also to get reviews while that's going on, we're also going to set up an automatic campaign. And here's, here's the, the trick with an automatic campaign. You want to make sure for um, that automatic campaign that you set up your negatives right from the very beginning, because we want to kind of give Amazon some direction in what to target and go after. So I highly recommend using like negative phrase match and coming up with eight to 10 negative phrase words. You can do more than that. I would try not to overcomplicate this, but eight to 10 negative phrase match words. These are words that you know are not connected to your product. This way you give Amazon a little bit more direction in terms of what, where to show your product and who to show it to. 
That makes sense, Brett? Yeah, got it. So you can use the, um, you can also use the Cerebro tool for that, I think, and also Magnet because you guys have the word frequency count and you can go through that and you can see which words show up a lot of times and which, and which one of those words are not even close to related to what you're selling and then use those as negative phrase match to give that direction. Okay. All right. So now that's the first step. You got the manual and the auto campaign. Remember guys, the goal of that is to get the broad visibility and to get, um, you know, indexing and, and and broad indexing for a bunch of keywords on Amazon. The next step is to go after your highly targeted keywords. And those are going to be the two to three keywords that we chose before the ones where you have, um, you know, some opportunity and there's not like, it's kind of like a lower search volume. So you can give away less to get some good visibility on Amazon and get some ranking on Amazon. These are going to be a highly targeted exact match campaign. So let's say uh, the example I gave before cat litter mat catcher or trapper, you can go after that with a high aggressive bid for, you know, um, you're under exact match and make that its own campaign. This way you have ultimate control. And then each one of the keywords that you're targeting for the launch would get its own campaign. And we recommend doing two to three at a time and getting the ranking that you want and then going to the, the next two to three. And as you build reviews and get a base of reviews, you can start to go after more aggressive keywords where there's more competition. All right. Now what like, for example, you know, obviously the, the CPR formula that Manny came up with and that we have in Helium 10, that's designed for people using the discounted giveaways or discounted promotion launch method. But have you noticed any correlation as far as like, let's say, you know, the CPR number is 50 and, and that's, you know, if you're doing that at like, you know, 80% off and you do 50 over eight days, you have a good chance to get to page one. But let's say if you see a keyword like that, but if you're just doing PPC, like, I would assume it's a much less, you know, that you, that you would have to do over time, but like, what, have you found any kind of correlation where you can say, Hey, yeah, uh, it's actually, instead of a week, uh, you know, it takes a month and it takes this many sales that you convert via PPC to get to page one, or, or have you done any kind of studies to, to give people some, something that they can gauge to how, what they need in order to get to page one with PPC? Uh, well, we haven't done any studies, we, but we have done it you know, based on our own experience. And we use those numbers as a guideline. And we use them as like a general guideline to tell us which ones are a little bit less competitive and which ones we should go after, um, which ones that we have a general shot to go after. Um, and then we'll take those and we'll put them into a campaign. And in general, it's the, the, the sales velocity is king. So if you can get sales to those keywords over at least an eight to 10 period of uh, days, then you're more likely to get some uh, keyword ranking for those keywords. So the more sales you can get over that period of time, the more aggressive you can be over that period of time, the more likely you are to get the ranking. And obviously the goal is to get the page one. So the more, the merrier, but it, it does help that it's a PPC sale as opposed to a giveaway sale. Mm -hmm. So I can tell you that we we've had great success with um, combining that with the coupon to get the sales velocity we need to get to the very top. And sticking the landing is where it's at. I mean, that's, that's, that's what you want to do afterwards. You want to make sure that you also stick the landing, which requires you to still spend some more money after this initial launch phase. All right. You know, so you probably can't tell me anything that, that you're doing right now because people could you know, kind of reverse engineer and figure out who you're talking about. But something you did maybe like, you know, five months ago or six months ago, can you give any actual specific keyword where you use this strategy and then you notice that, hey, after X amount of time, you got to page one and then kind of stuck the landing or do, do you have any cases that you remember offhand? 
Absolutely. We stuck the landing on multiple keywords and then we lost the landing on several other keywords. And I could tell you from experience that the, the worst thing that we did was we had a listing that really wasn't well optimized. So we got all the way up there. We were there for like a week and it was a very competitive keyword. What we did was we combined PPC with a search find buy. And I know I was talking with Paul Harvey the other day about that. And he, he was telling us that, like, that that, in his opinion, is the best combination where people are actually searching using that keyword. Plus, you're combining that with PPC. And just a combination of doing those two things work really, really well. We did that. But unfortunately, um, this was our own mistake. We had a discrepancy in the listing and we got negative reviews. And as soon as we got that negative review, we lost all of our rank. The products where we didn't mess up on in terms of the listing, which I you know, go back to saying the listing is the most important thing, we were able to stick the landing without without any problem and then slowly start to build our reviews. We did, you know, go back a little bit and then come back up. We had to, we had to be um, a little bit more aggressive at times because we lost and slipped some rank on the ranking a little bit. But, that you know, that's like a kind of a natural thing with this whole uh, process. OK. And then but like, you know, is there any specific one like you've mentioned, you know, cat litter or something? But it, is there something else that you could actually say, hey, you know, for collagen peptides, we did a launch and we were putting $30 a day to this, you know, keyword and we got like one or two sales a day. And hey, guess what? After a month we got on page one. Is there, I mean, do you remember, I know that's a pretty vague question, but do you remember anything offhand that kind of like a success story you can give us? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So the term, which is a really, we did this exact process with the term cat scratcher which is, as you know, like a, probably it's a, gets a ton, a ton of uh, views every, you know, a lot of, a lot of traffic. So we're able to do this exact strategy with catch scratcher, which is like a really, really competitive uh, search term and keyword. And we were able to, this is the one where we weren't able to stick the landing, unfortunately. Uh, but the other products we were able to stick the landing and, you know, things like, um, like cat cave and stuff like that, we were able to stick the landing, which is, we're fairly uh, aggressive keywords, a lot of, a lot of volume. Okay. And so how long did it take to get for the, the cat scratcher or was that the one that you, you had also combined using a, a search find buy? The cat scratcher we combined with the search find buy. Okay. Can you think of one where you just did the, the, you went the PPC route? Absolutely. Yes. Um, so the cat cave is, uh, that one we did with just PPC. What's a, what's that a cat cave? Oh, uh, it's like when they just go in and hang out in a little cave. You can, we actually have this Ikea cat cave where people um, put it into their Ikea shelves and the cats go in and hang out. It's, it's pretty cool. And we, we, we need to talk after this. I think my son would like that for his cats. Cause that sounds <laughs> pretty interesting, but anyways, I, I digress. So, so you, you did cat cave, you didn't do search find by you. It was just about PPC. And then what, what, what was the process? Like you started off, I'm assuming either like on page 10 or unranked at all. And then, and then what, what did that, uh, what did that campaign look like? Yeah. So the process was very much like what we, what we said, we set up a manual campaign, we set up an automatic campaign, and then we found the top two to three um, keywords that we wanted to go after based on, um, you know, what we felt we had a chance to, to rank for earlier on. And that was, uh, I think it was cat cave. I'm not exactly sure of the exact search term, but we were able to rank for those search terms. Like, you know, within a, a within seven, eight, nine days, we were able to start to get some good ranking on those uh, search terms. And then we did get to the number two or three position on the top. And then we ran, ran out of stock with that particular product. So we're, you know, in the process of getting back that ranking as we speak. Okay, cool. All right. What else? You had mentioned that there's other strategy that we could use or, or like a different scenario apart from what we just detailed here. Absolutely. Yeah. So just to recap, step one was to get the broad visibility and the broad reach. Um, step two was the highly targeted campaign with the two to three keywords that we're going after. 
That's going to be two to three different uh, keywords. Each one is going to get their own campaign. Step three is a sponsored brand campaign. So, um, you know, basically if you find the keywords that you're going after and you set them up into sponsored brand as an exact match type, you want to make sure that you also put them into your title. So you use those keywords in the, the actual headline of your sponsored brand ad. And this is just another layer to try to get more visibility. If somebody's searching for a particular search term and they see it in your sponsored brand ad, they may or may click onto that. Then they're going to go and see the, the coupons, um, the, the list page with your coupons. And if they don't click on the sponsored brand ad, they may go down the page and hopefully see your sponsored um, ad. And if not, hopefully they'll start to see you organically as well. So the third uh, step to all this is to set up a sponsored brand campaign and to really have a good headline, A, that has your, your search term or your keyword in it, and then also make sure that it has like a catchy headline. Like uh, I have a couple written down here, like introduce, introducing our latest waterproof case or the all new stainless steel five blade razor, something like that, where you have your search term in there, but it's catchy. And then it goes to the, um, the list page. Okay. All right. And what, I mean, you have different methods here between these two and others. Like what has traditionally worked the best for you? It's like, Hey, this is like, uh, you know, of course nothing on Amazon is a hundred percent foolproof. I mean, things work differently in different situations, but what methodology has given you the best results overall, or, or you think has been giving you the best chance to like get to page one for a new product? So it's, uh, a I think it's a combination of the two strategies that we mentioned before with the search find buy and also the PPC. I think that's a, a winning, winning strategy to get rank on Amazon because it's sending outside traffic and it's leveraging internal traffic. And when you get external and internal traffic on Amazon, I think, and you're all, and you're all going after the same search term and keyword, I think that's a winning, winning strategy. So the initial uh, strategy that we talked about in terms of setting the campaign up from the very beginning the right way doing um, a broad phrase match and also setting it up with the negatives right away. This way you don't overspend money and you're laser focused even within the research campaign. Now that research campaign is building up a base of reviews. You're building the search term report. You're going you're gonna to get a lot of information from that search re term report and then laser focused um, exact match on those keywords. I think that's a, a total winning strategy, one that's really been good for us. Okay. And for just those people who are not familiar with search, find, buy, can you briefly explain what you do there? Absolutely. So search, find, buy is like you, you choose the same uh, set of keywords and the same ones that you're going after with PPC. And basically what you're doing is you're setting them up in some sort of um, like a, a way that a sellers, I'm sorry, that people can go out and find your product with that keyword. So it might be an email that tells uh, people to search for your keyword, find it on Amazon, whether that be on the first page, second page, 10th page, or whatever it is, and then go ahead and buy it. So I know um, Paul Harvey's doing this with chatbots where he you know, basically starts a conversation and then tells people what to do through the conversation on the chatbot, bot, and then they go over to Amazon and they actually go ahead and do it. We did it through email, which was really cool. We made a landing page with a video saying exactly what to do. And don't be afraid, like if they actually click on your sponsored ad, yeah, that's going to cost you a little bit of money, but that's actually going to help you in the long run because Amazon's going to see that um, people are, like your conversion percentage is really good. Your CTR percentage is really good. That actually could give you a huge advantage in the long run. Um, so I wouldn't be worried about that. 
But that's what we did. We did it through email and just told people what to do on a landing page. They went over to Amazon. They searched for, let's say, Cat Cave. They found our product. They put it in their cart and they purchased it. Um, of course, they saw the coupon code we had attached to it. We attached a 50% off coupon code. We didn't have to give them a promotional code or anything like that. They saw the coupon code. They purchased it. And we also had that with the PPC campaign. And the combination was just fantastic. Okay, real cool. All right. Any any other tips or or things that you see trending right now? It doesn't have to be uh, regards launches, but but something like maybe one or two things that are really easy to do that you see is a big pain point, or you see is like one of the big mistakes, or one of the big the lowest hanging fruit. I guess is the correct term that that sellers are or are not doing in regards to PPC. What is the Mike's two best ways that that can help Amazon sellers out here in 2019? I'm going to start with one and maybe number two will come to me. But I think number one is that not a lot of sellers are leveraging the power of sponsored brand ads. Do you have to have brand registry for that? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. So maybe that's why, but I don't see a lot of sellers really diving deep into that. And uh, that's a big mistake, I think. You know, possibly it's because Amazon has a clunky system where they don't really give you the search term report. It's kind of hard to optimize the whole thing. It's a little bit more expensive that it's, It's more expensive than sponsored ads, mainly because you can't really optimize it. But I think it's a massive opportunity because you're at the very top of Amazon. You know, there's so many things you can do up there. You can you can build your brand. You can uh, announce a new product. You can uh, announce a line of products. You can really get some massive exposure and it's not really being really taken advantage of. So I would say really crafting some amazing headlines and then working on your sponsored brand ad game is something that sellers are, are not doing. And it's definitely a low hanging fruit. Okay. Anything else that you see, it could be maybe something that people are doing that you think they shouldn't or something that they're not that you think they should. Um, optimizing the right way, I think is critical. Yeah. I think most, all sellers are going to have to imp- improve their optimization game, right? There's, there's really only several, there's only four or five ways to really optimize when you really break it down. You have your negative match types, you know, keyword bid optimizations. We call it skew optimization, where you get rid of the skews that are underperforming. In this day and age with a lot of competition and everyone going after PPC, if you're not upping your optimization game, I think you're going to get left in the dust or you're going to end up spending a ton of money on PPC. The other thing people are doing is they're they're spending too much money on PPC and it's eating away at their margins. And um, a killer stat that I like to follow is um, six to 10%. So six to 10% of your ad spend should be impacted of your margins should be impacted by your ad spend, right? If it starts to get too much more than that, then you're probably spending too much money on PPC or losing too much money in margins on your PPC. So let me just rephrase that. Like our ad spend margin impact should be between six and 10%. And we like to stay around 7% and we'll be aggressive in that 7%, but we don't want to go too far past that because then you have the FBA fees, you have all sorts of other fees that are impacting your margins and you want to make sure you have some money at the end of the day. All right, cool. Well, th- this has been very insightful, especially in regards to the launches. So I appreciate you coming on here. Now we could go on for hours and talking about PPC. So I'm sure plenty of our listeners have other questions. If they want to reach out to you or see about getting help with their PPC campaigns, how, how can they find you? Sure. We have a Facebook group called the Entourage Seller Community. You can find me on there. I'll answer any questions at any time, unless I'm sleeping. And then you could also email me at mike at ppcentourage.com. All right. Well, Mike, thank you very much for your help. And right after this call, we got to talk about those cat caves. All right. Sounds good, Bradley. Thank you so much. All right. We'll see you later.